Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode three. We are the X-Files. The truth about your shitty ex is out there. (laughs) (laughs) This is Kat. This is Erica. We are still the same people. As we were last week and the week before, unfortunately. We are recording this post-Valentine's Day. I didn't do much for Valentine's Day, but you did. I did. I had to work at 8 a.m. that morning, but then I went home and took a nap. And then I went on a lovely outing for some pizza and rosé and some dessert after that. We wanted to go to the movies, but there was nothing of interest that we hadn't already seen. You could have seen Call Me By Your Name. She already saw it. Why doesn't anyone want to see it again? Why wouldn't you want to? Because you cried for 10 minutes after it. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I would see it again, but I I did cry literally 10 minutes in the bathroom after. (laughs) I mean, okay, so like, if you've seen it, you know how the credits are. It's traumatic at best. <laughs> um yeah, I I dated myself for Valentine's Day. Woo! I made myself a vodka sauce with some tortellinis and some broccoli. Ooh. And then I got myself a little mini cheesecake from the grocery store. It's a little Junior's cheesecake and it was so good. I watched Paddington for the second time. <laughs> it was it was a solid night. <laughs> I still haven't watched Paddington and for shame. If I don't watch Paddington and if I watch Paddington and I don't like it, we're not going to be friends anymore. Yeah, we've decided this. Sorry. I'm I mean, what could be wrong about a bear wearing a jacket? He What's is not to like? the cutest. It's hilarious and touching. Perfect. It's just the perfect film. It's pure magic. Like I'm picturing this like amazing. Your quotes on the movie poster: "Pure magic." Quote Erica. Yeah. EW.com. <laughs> Me can't even get hired by some <laughs> someone who won't even pay me. <laughs> Actually, I did work for a music news site that didn't pay me for several years, even though they said, oh, maybe we'll pay you in the future. They never did. Um, I got some free festival passes for it, but no, no payment, and I quit that shit. I was like, fuck you, because they got a new editor, and the new editor was like, oh, yeah, you can only get free tickets if you post five times a week, and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not paying me at all. Absolutely not. If you pay me. Other Valentine's Day week shenanigans. So I'm talking to this girl on Tinder. Oh wait, yes. And <laughs> and we're like having a casual conversation about Vine as one does in their late twenties. I'm like, oh yeah, basically all I watch are, you know, YouTube car crash compilations, old vines, and Amelia Fart videos. (laughs) And if you don't know who Amelia Fart is, please do yourself a favor and go on YouTube and search her. At Amelia Fart, please sponsor us. (laughs) Or just listen. She is truly one of the most genuine people I've ever 
had the pleasure of watching. She has a great video about, it was a New Year's party, and they, right? It was New Year's? Yeah. They go on a mission to put on um, Smash Mouth All-Star, and then they get thrown out of the party. It was truly iconic. It was an epic of modern storytelling. But anyway, this girl does eventually message you back. Oh, yeah. So, so she, like, stops messaging me the second I mention Amelia Fart. <laughs> and it's, like, about a week, maybe a week and a half. And I'm, like, I hadn't been on Tinder all week because I'm lazy. And Tinder is a wasteland. Yeah, exactly. It's pointless. I don't go on it anymore. Ever. So I go and check, and I see that she hasn't messaged me. I'm like, I send her a message. I'm like, so I guess I scared you off with Amelia Fart. (laughs) And she messages me back, and she's like, no, I'm sorry. I'm drunk. You're beautiful. What is Amelia Fart? (laughs) I don't don't know how to answer that question. (laughs) So much is happening. There's too much going on in this sentence for me. (laughs) Speaking of drunk shenanigans. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's our theme this week. Our theme is... It's drunk. Yes. Mostly. Mostly, um, we wanted to talk about us being idiots abroad. We're the idiots. We just took a break to watch some sweet early 2000s commercials yeah sorry about that yeah <laughs> what was the commercial that started this oh um, wonderball oh yeah we we were thinking about wonderballs and we we're like oh yeah it had a song how did it go and now oh i revisit- wonder wonder what do i do <laughs> what's in a wonderball wonderball rises from the grave and sues us for singing their song on our podcast <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Wonderball. <laughs> now I just really want a Wonderball. Or I just really miss the early 2000s when everything was simple. Commercials were pure. They were pure. Send us your favorite early 2000s commercials. Please. <laughs> or something. We would like to see them. So, both of our events actually happened in 2012 because, yeah. An eventful year. It was an eventful year. Wish the world had ended that year. It probably did. I am. I subscribe to that theory, that conspiracy, that the world ended in 2012. We're and just in hell we're now. We're all dead, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. That would be fine by me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm dead. I'm like 99% sure <laughs> I'm already dead. <laughs> and that's the podcast! See you guys next week! Peace! <laughs> okay, kidding! All right, so we were in 2012, we were both 21, fresh 21-year-olds out in the world being idiots. Fall of 2011, I totaled my car (laughs) on my way home from CVS. Oh my God. (laughs) And my parents were like, well, do you want another car or do you want to study abroad? Fuck a car. Don't actually fuck a car. <laughs> there was a guy that did, and he was on TLC. What? Do you remember that, like, no! My Strange Addiction? 
And the guy was like, I'm in love with my car. And, like, no! I'm pretty sure he fucked the tailpipe. I hate it. Like, he literally was, like, kissing and caressing his car. Ew. On the show. Thanks, TLC. <laughs> anyway, this literally has nothing to do with any of that. Me, newly 21 years old, with nothing to lose and no cares in the world, went to live in Spain for six months, and it went just about as well as you would expect. As in, I had a great time, I did a lot of stupid shit, I had a lot of crushes on a lot of boys. The first most embarrassing weekend I had, when me and two of my friends went to Barcelona for the first time, we had a little weekend trip. Uh, We stayed in a hostel, as one does in Europe, and the hostel was like, I think it was probably a Friday night or a Saturday night, whatever, they were like we're gonna have dinner and everyone's we're gonna like the host of the hostel was making everyone dinner and like everyone was sitting around watching the soccer game and what they made was like a big beef roast thing and I'm vegetarian so I was like oh I guess I'm just gonna eat bread so I just sat there eating bread and then Barcelona lost the soccer game a lot of factors all coincided here and my friend ended up, we bought, like, a cheap bottle of wine at the bodega, whatever. And she was like, I don't like this wine. You can drink it. And so me, on basically an empty stomach, after my soccer team lost the game, drank a whole bottle of wine on our way out. I think I was pretty much blacked out because I don't remember a lot of this. At some point in the night, I changed into my leopard print dress to go out. I don't remember doing that. All of a sudden, I was just wearing it. Like Sailor Moon style, I just, woo, and now I'm wearing a new dress. And <laughs> so, as is in Europe, the stairs were like, you know, how this, how like yeah. stone steps, they start yeah, to like curve like, in the middle from yeah. being worn down. So these were like marble stone steps, whatever, going out of the hostel. And so I was wearing like boots without a heel, they were just flat on the bottom. So I slipped and fell down the entire flight of stairs on my ass and my friend was like cat i really think that you should stay at the hostel tonight and apparently don't remember this i yelled but i want the harry potter shot because we were going to like i guess shots bars are a real big thing in europe which is a terrible idea i love shots bars though it's a it's amazing but it's also terrible yeah it's a horrific idea yeah so, apparently there was, like, a Harry Potter one. They, like, had an orange slice and they lit it on fire with the sugar. Like, it was the Gobbler Fire, yeah, right? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So. That's fucking amazing. It was amazing. So, I remember <laughs> falling down the stairs. I remember, sort of remember walking to the bar, talking to this boy who I had met. Chances are, of course, I go to fucking Spain and I meet a boy from goddamn Massachusetts and he lived on, we were talking about fucking Cape Cod. I'm like, bitch, can you get out of your own backyard for 20 seconds? No follows me across the earth so we were like walking to this bar and then I remember I saw the fire of the shot and then I was in the bathroom peeing and then someone walked me home and (laughs) I don't remember if I threw up I don't remember who it was that walked me home but that was a disaster when I was like 16 I went to France and Spain with my school and we were in Paris and we were eating ice cream cones on the Seine as one does in Paris being cute and all and some guy across the Seine like we were 
when you hang out on the Seine, you can, like, walk down the steps and, like, be pretty much at the water. Yeah. And you're probably not, like, supposed to hang out there. <laughs> but we did because we're teenagers and we ruled the world. So we're sitting there eating our ice cream and some guy is across the bank on the, like, street level taking photographs of us. And we're like, let's go say hi to this guy. Um, Terrible idea. Stranger danger. Well, it was like a professional camera, and he looked like he was like a fancy French guy. And we get up to meet him, and he's like, yeah, I'm from Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) The other night that we went, I'm not sure which night came first. Because it's been six years, and also I was drunk for most of the... I mean, everyone was drunk for most of the time there in Europe. Um, It's really how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. What else do you do? So... Some Australians in the hostel offered us cocaine so we could stay up the whole night and go out the whole night. And I was like, uh, no, no, I don't know you. I don't know you. Then there was this, the Massachusetts guy and I were like talking. There's definitely a photo on Facebook of me with some dude that I made out with that night. I definitely made out with two different dudes that night. One of them was a Massachusetts dude. One of them was a European guy. Don't remember if he was one of the Australians or a European. I have no idea. <laughs> I have literally no clue. We went out. I don't remember where we went out that night. But then we came back. And as you know, if you stayed in a hostel, all the beds are in like one room. And you can't really like have any privacy. So I'm like making out with this dude. And I was like, so are we, are we doing a thing? But like other people were in the room. So... He was like, oh, we shouldn't do, do anything with other people in here. I'm like, why are you being such a goddamn weenie? Like, are you really not trying to get laid? I've done it with people in the room. Okay, like, I like, was like... It's, if you've ever been to college in your yeah. life, that's how it works. I was like, are you really <laughs> just gonna, like, not have sex with me? Right? So then he just, like, went and took a shower and we didn't have sex. And I was like, excuse me, What? Sir. Insulting. Continuing on with more idiots abroad, idiot Americans, me having a crush on idiot Americans in my study abroad group. So first, first I had a crush on this like cool hipster guy who was like into photography or whatever and he was like super douchey and thought he was super cool and I was like, "Ah," and he was in my classes at the university, whatever, and I would like, of course you drink when you go to lunch and class starts at like 3 p.m. So you show up to class, you had a little wine, you're like giving them the eye while you're in class. And apparently he told my good friend he thought my eyeliner was weird and that I was weird. And I was like, excuse me? You're weird. So then that never happened. So then I developed a crush on another boy in my study abroad group. And he was from Texas. He was very super nerdy. Um, We all thought he was gay for a bit. And the jury's still out. Yeah, so it was the last night that most of the group was going to be in, or the last weekend most of the group was going to be in Spain because most people were staying only for half a semester or like one semester, not two semesters. I was there for six months. They were only there for three months. So it was like, oh my God, it's our last weekend out. Some of the students lived in like an apartment. So we went over to their apartment. We were drinking orange Fanta with vodka. 
Amazing. Fanta <sighs> in Europe is so much better yeah. than Fanta here. We ended up at a club. Spanish people really like gin and tonics for whatever reason. They think they're... I don't know. They just love them and that's like the thing they drink. So we all got gin and tonics because like with entry at a club, they like give you a drink in Europe. Yeah. So we all had gin and tonics and I drank mine way too fast. And I was like, yes, I'm going to drink this very quickly so I can go dance. And then I guess I looked not well and needed to be sent home. You see a theme here. So... (laughs) (laughs) so I go outside and this is literally in the main plaza in the center of downtown Madrid Puerto del Sol and I'm super drunk talking to this dude from Texas and I was like I think we should have sex in the shower (laughs) straight up I said that to him and he was like um (laughs) so that didn't happen and then he I got in a taxi I somehow told the cab driver my address of my host mom's the apartment I was staying at I lived with the host family then I cried in the taxi all the way home um and the taxi driver gave me love advice of which I cannot remember any and I wish I could because I know it was good oh my god um shout out to whoever that man is somewhere so then I get home it's like the late hours of the night early hours of the morning obviously I get sick it was the this is the drunkest I have ever been get home for some reason I wanted to use my laptop upon arriving home I don't know if I was like posting on tumblr about this or tweeting whenever so I bring my laptop into my little bed in my room and apparently I threw up on the keyboard of my laptop no which was a laptop that I had bought like through my school Um, not that I had to like return it or anything, but it was just like through them so the IT department could repair it if anything happened to it, like whatever. So I vomited on my laptop and then fell asleep and I like threw all the bed covers off of me during the night. And the next morning my host sister walks by and she's like, oh, I thought someone was in there in the bed with you because the sheets were all a mess. And I'm like, no, I'm very sick and hungover. (laughs) So then I threw up in the shower and... It was a whole goddamn disaster. I remember lying on the couch and my host mom was like trying to feed me little pieces of apple while she was watching Gossip Girl in Spanish. (laughs) And she's like, what happened? And I'm like, I... uh..." She's like, it happens to everybody. And I felt so dumb and terrible. And then a couple weeks later, my dad came to visit me. Oh my God. And he's like, do we need to have a conversation about your drinking? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we were at this like fancy ass restaurant getting like paella with lobster tails in it and my dad is like do you have an alcohol problem and I was like dad no casual alcoholism oh my god it's because his dad was an alcoholic oh so like he was just definitely concerned but I'm like dad you couldn't have like waited to bring this up right. at like a better time <laughs> Yeah, so we were all, I was still hungover for like days after that, and it was like one of the last days all my friends were going to be there, and they were like, let's go rollerblading in the park, and I was still messed up, and I'm like, there's a photo of me like clinging to a telephone pole, like with the rollerblades on, just like glaring at them, I'm like, I hate every minute of this, and then in conclusion, to wrap up this six months of 
debauchery and embarrassment. So Spain won the Euro Cup that June and June, July. So not only did I overstay my visa by a few days, I pushed back my flight so we could stay for the whole tournament once the team made it to like the semifinals and the finals. So I pushed back my flight and it was literally the victory parade was the day before I flew home to America. Oh my god. So the night that they won, I was just drinking in the streets with some like random nice lady who I had met like a couple days before. She was also American and was like a big soccer fan and was like in Spain for work or whatever. So I was like, cool, let's like watch the game together. And I just made out with a bunch of dudes in the street in the middle of the night in Spain. One of them was selling sangria at a table, like, in the middle of one of the main streets of Madrid. And he was like, how about a kiss? And I was like, sure! And (laughs) then I was trying to eat some pizza, and a dude comes over and starts talking to me, and then we're making out all of a sudden. And I dropped my pizza, and I remember being really upset about that because I was fucking hungry. Oh my god. That's the worst part of the whole story. No. And then I got home, and I literally, like, the sun was rising by the time I got home, and I was like, oh, yeah. I did the whole Europe thing. Amazing. And then I had to fly home, and I was severely depressed for two months afterwards. (laughs) Oh, so, like, speaking of drunkenly making out with foreigners, (laughs) one night I did a little too much. I got a little too fucked up at the music hall in Williamsburg, which I almost got kicked out of. But I'm pretty sure my friend sucked the bouncer's dick to get out of it. But, like, at this point, I'm almost blacked out, so I can't really remember most of it. So, like, you know, we are allowed back in, the concert ends, and we went to see Disclosure. And this was before Settle came out, so it's, like, they weren't super famous. So they had an after party at Laban, which is at the standard... Highline Hotel. So if you've ever been to Laban, you know that the majority of the dance floor is just casually a hot tub. What? Um, what? <laughs> the fuck? And Disclosure was playing this, like, after-hours set there. And it was really cool, and you had to, like... It was exclusive. You had to have a password and all this fancy stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like... What was the password? I don't remember. <laughs> I got into a band once wearing a Batman mask, so they're not very picky. <laughs> so I'm at Laban and I'm like so beyond fucked up. Like I've never been so fucked up in my life. The whiskey ginger did me dirty, oh, okay? No. And I'm literally like George of the Jungle style, (laughs) swinging from man to man, making out with them, going across the floor, just grabbing one, then grabbing the next, you know, (laughs) casual. And I'm with my friend Katie, and I love Katie, but she's a little bit of a wild child, so every time I'm with her, we get into shenanigans, and she always gets lost, and I get lost, and I don't know how we ever make it home. And so I lost her that night. So I get out, you know, it's at the top of the hotel, so you have to take the elevator down, and I'm with these, like, 
tall, hunky Swedish guys, and they have some, like, giant black SUV with them, and they're like, come with us, and continue the party, we have cocaine, please join us, and, like, something in my mind is like, you're gonna get taken. Stranger danger. Stranger Stranger danger, danger. run away, I don't think I even told them no, I just bolted in the opposite direction and somehow made it back to fucking Newark. Somehow I made it home, and I'm like, not with Katie. (gasps) So I text Katie later that day, and she woke up on someone else's stoop, cuddled up with a homeless guy, (gasps) wearing a fur coat that was not her own. What? Yeah. (laughs) So I did not have the most eventful night. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, it makes that's some broad shit. Story. That that is some broad city shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Um. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, um, my other abroad story. My birthday is in December, so I turned twenty one like very quickly before New Year's Eve. In it was like turning twenty twelve, and so this is where the twenty twelve story comes in. So wait, can we just mention? What songs were really big in 2012? Yeah, absolutely. Think about how long ago that was. Oh, I'm going to date us real quick for anyone who knows house music. So we went to go see Steve Lawler at District 36, which neither of those are really a thing anymore. (laughs) Sorry, Steve Lawler. (laughs) I know he still plays, but like... Somebody literally got murdered outside of District 36 and they had to shut it down. But, like, the person who murdered the other person wasn't even in the club. It was just, like, (laughs) some random guy walked past. I guess the guy was probably, like, out smoking a cigarette in, like, the little sectioned off area. He was just trying to chill. District 36 was the best club ever. Yeah, so we go to District 36 at, like, 3 a.m. because it was cheaper. Um, we spent the midnight hours in McSorley's, which is like ultimate frat bro bar. Oh no. Yeah. And the 13th step, that's another one on fucking St. Mark's. Oh no. Yeah, it was it was not good. So then we go up to District 36 and we spend like an hour in the line and we're just chilling, we're drunk. I'm posing. There are some really fun photos on Facebook from that (laughs) night. So we get in, and there's a bunch of our friends there, and there's, like, a lot of new people I didn't know because I had just turned 21, and the friend I was with wasn't a year older than me, so, like, she had already hung out with, like, the frat guys and their other friends, Mm -hmm. but I had only just, like, hung out with the frat guys, so I knew, like, a chunk of them. Yeah, but not the periphery. Exactly. So I meet their friend from London, and I'm, I don't remember any of this. (laughs) I'm just gonna say that. We we were literally in the club from 3 a.m. till 9 a.m., so I don't remember any of this, but, like, 
I guess I made out with him and I got his number and and so he's like back in London maybe I guess for the summer or something I don't know and I, I don't really keep in touch with him because I'm terrible at keeping in touch with people you know we liked each other's posts on Facebook and stuff and we're like kind of still in touch and that summer my dad got hired to work the Olympics so he has to stay an extra month for the Paralympics but it's not as serious he doesn't have as much work time so he invites our family out for the last two weeks he's there I think he was there another week after us maybe I don't remember if he flew back with us or not whatever irrelevant so I'm going to London and I'm like oh let me hit up that guy I met on New Year's and like see if he wants to hook up Bye, what Mom. else am I gonna do I'm gonna go London? hook up so we go out to a bar one day, and he takes me to this, like, weird park slash zoo type thing, and I still don't understand, like, what the situation with that was, but there weren't, like, really fences. It was just, like, very, I don't know. I'm not really sure. They had some animals, and, like, it sounds- the birds were loose, but they were, like, exotic birds, but they, I don't know. It how sounds they- vaguely illegal. It was slightly shady. So one day I like invite him back to my hotel room. My parents were out. They were going to see some show that I had no interest in and my friend wanted to hang out. So we have sex in the hotel room and (laughs) we decide that we're going to wear the robes from the bathroom (laughs) while we cuddle and like we're like slightly naked but like not naked naked. Yeah. And I had no idea my parents were going to come back. I think it was just my mom. And she opens the door and we're like semi-naked on the bed cuddling. And she's like, oh shit. (laughs) And she like leaves and it was so embarrassing. And she was like, you shouldn't be doing that. I'm like, mom, we were just cuddling. And she's like, no, you weren't. You were naked. I'm like, no, we weren't. We were in robes. We were not naked, mom. We were taking a nap. sleep and a dude happens to be there which is also what happened to your friend i don't think she had sex with the homeless guy i really hope so <laughs> took a nap with a british dude and is that what they call it in england taking a nap fuck you <laughs> it was an actual nap we were asleep um they did not cover studying abroad in degrassi we didn't this is why We struggled so much abroad. Degrassi didn't teach us how. They fucked up. It's their fault. This is their fault. Jake Epstein, this is your fault. This is personally your fault, Jake Epstein. Yeah. Personally let down. And uh, that being said, fucking follow us on... Stitcher. We are now on Stitcher, guys. Woo! Thanks, Stitcher. We feel like a real podcast. Amazing. We're also on SoundCloud, obviously. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, like our Facebook page. Email us. All of it is the X-Files pod, spelled T-H-E-E-X-F-I-L-E-S-P-O-D. And that's at gmail.com. Send us your stories. We're going to have Please. some guests on pretty soon, schedules allowing. But in the meantime, send us your stories. In the future, we're going to do an episode about Tinder nightmares. Also, please send us your terrible dick pics. Um <laughs> 
we would love to rate them. And I have a particular story that I have been dying to tell for that episode. So you're not going to hear it unless you send us stories about horrible dick pics you've gotten. We want to make fun of your shitty dick pics. That's That's, what we're here to do. Make fun of your (laughs) shitty dick pics. Make fun of your shitty exes. Have a great week, friends.